Hail the Globetrotter, straight away from Jakarta, Indonesia, uh, via Chicago, Illinois. Yes, Welcome to Lagos, Nigeria. This is Africa, the motherland. So, um, my name is Garyoku Lemmy. My friends call me Lemmy Garyoku. I'm a visual artist, graphic designer, illustrator, born, bred, and bartered in Lagos, Nigeria. I'm very proud to be an African. Um, my call to fame are the body of works of album cover art that I did for the music career of Fela Anikula Bokuti, the Afrobeat legend. Um, as an individual artist, uh, I'm known as the primary sleeve designer for Fela Kuti. Uh, Fela dealt with many graphic artists during his lifetime, but me as an individual designed half of the entire catalog. I designed 26 album covers for Fela's music, um, his career, um, between 1974 and 1993. That's three decades, the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, I've made a career out of sleeve designing. Uh, this is 45 years straight that I've been designing covers. As I speak to you, I'm designing one cover right now for Ebo Taylor, um, a high-life giant in Ghana, um, with BBE Music UK. I design covers every day, <laughs> if possible. I just love to do covers. I've designed over 2,000 album covers in the last 45 years. So I'm proud to be who I am. I'm a conscious African. And um, that, that, that actually um, was and is the reason why I was able to work with Fela so effectively. We share the Pan-African ideology, coincidentally, 105%. That's where I agree with him totally. So I was able to transmute his thinking, um, elaborate on his lyrics via my visuals. Uh, like they say, in the beginning was the music. And the music became so powerful, it needed an accompaniment. So my art came to play the role of the visualizer so I, I brought in the visual element to the audio. Okay, so it's ultra-sensory yeah, experience that the audience eventually has. And uh, my art has played the role of a supplement to Fela's music. So here I am, I'm standing today. I believe um, predestination, that's the key word I use. I believe that every individual, every human being was put on art for a purpose. We all have a destiny to fulfill. So our lives need to be purposeful if we become conscious. The, so the greatest injunction to any human being is know thyself. You have to find out who you are. So the essence of your being, the moment you connect to that, you'll be able to know the kind of gifts that you have. When you find your talent, then you need to harness it. You need to hone your skill. You have to work very hard. Uh, these are all little, little things gathered together that has made me who I am today. Um, I met Fela, it wasn't a chance meeting, it was preordained uh, because um, as for art, I was born into art, I came to the world with art and um, I firstly realized my talent uh, when I was like six years old, I loved to draw, I went through primary school doing drawings and all that, secondary school, I didn't study art officially uh, in school but the gift was so paramount, so strong. The passion was growing by the day. Even while I studied uh, to be a mechanical engineer, which was the purpose my father thought um, he had for me. Yeah, so I was studying technical subjects and sciences, but I kept drawing. So in 74, my spirit said to me, I need to give myself a challenge. I have to do one drawing a day through the year. 
So, in that process, people in my neighborhood already know my, my, my passion. I started doing portraits for people. I started getting paid for portraits. So I was like 17, 18. I was already earning money with my talent. And um, to achieve that aim of one drawing a day, I would wake up, pick items in the house, you know, do some still life drawing. Then I did portraits. Then uh, next door was a drink place. Uh, the man sold uh, drink liquor. And um, he called me. Surprisingly, he didn't commission me to do his portrait. Bruce Lee's film just came out. The film Enter the Dragon. So it was huge. And this man said he wanted me to paint the poster of Bruce Lee's film for him. You know, that was his commission. Yeah, so and Bruce Lee's, uh, that film had three main actors. Bruce Lee, John Saxon, and Jim Kelly. So it's like portraiture also. <laughs> so I did that for him. I put in the graphics. Yeah, and he, he framed it and hung it in his drink place. That's item one that was leading me to my destiny without knowing it. Item two, Fela released the album called Music of Fela, Rough Rough Fine. I had seen Fela physically for the first time in 1972 um, in my school compound. I attended Yaba College of uh, Technology, secondary school. Uh, so, yeah. So, Fela was a member of an organization called Nigerian Association of Patriotic Writers and Artists, P. Um, that's NAPWA. The, the acronym is called NAPWA. So, they used to come, have their meeting. After the meeting, Fela will give a free show. Uh, yeah! And I, I saw him, you know, as a student yes, in the crowd. I never would believe in two years Where my I'm destiny was now. going to cross. And I had been prepared for the role without even knowing it. So by 74, second item, Fela released the album, Rough Rough of Fight. I got a copy. One day I was playing it and my student said to me, why don't you practice with the cover? You know, just do your version of the cover. And the, the original cover had the Fela photograph singing into a microphone. So I did an illustration of Fela dancing on mud. Rough Rough for Yoruba means mud. The song was actually talking about a fight in the mud between two friends and Fela was chastising the friends and admonishing and warning them so to speak yeah, that yeah. be careful there is mud around you yeah. if you fall in the mud in your fight you too will be robbed yeah, in mud and we won't identify anyone you look like twins you know it was just a social yeah, you know a funny song but I didn't illustrate that I illustrated Fela dancing on mud because the vibe I got from the music was very jolly yeah, yeah, so and I put in the graphic just as practice yeah. so I had it in my portfolio so, a couple of weeks later, a journalist with Sunday Punch, um, there's a newspaper in Nigeria, you know, yes, The Punch. Yes, yeah, it used to be Sunday Punch because it started in 73 as a weekly every Sunday. Wow. So, Babatunde Harrison was the journalist's name. Um, he came to drink that drink place next door. The bar next yes, door, yes. Yeah. And he saw the Bruce Lee enter the Dragon poster. Mm. So, he asked them, who did this? They said, it's a small boy. Next door. Small boy, you know, you understand? The work was good enough that he was surprised that it's a small boy. And journalistic instincts, he just said, I want to see the boy. So they brought him to see me, and he asked for my other drawings, so I brought out my drawings, and he saw the fella. Yeah, yeah, and he said, Ah, can you do album covers? I said, uh, Actually, I've done two covers before then. So when Babatunde was asking, Can I do album cover art, you know? I said, ah, you know, I wasn't yeah, too confident. Sure yeah, to because, know, yeah, I said, yeah. And he said, two days before that day, he and Fela were talking about cover art. So I looked at him. I said, this uncle is drunk. Yeah. You know, I thought he I was drunk. Yeah, because I, I can't imagine. Uh, he, uh, does he know Fela, you know? Yeah. Uh -huh. 
And I didn't have any ambition. I wasn't thinking I wanted to meet Fela in the first place. So when he was saying he and Fela were talking two days ago, I took him with a pinch of salt. Right, right, right. So he said he was going to bring a Fela picture the next day from newspaper, uh, Punch newspaper collection for me as test. Just to see. And so he would take me to Fela. I said, okay. The challenge was the thing that was attracting me. I, yeah. I didn't care if it was taking me to Fela, but bring the portrait, yeah. bring it all. <laughs> so he brought the photograph the next day. 24 hours, done. My mom was always supportive, so she gave me five naira to frame, 18 by 24. Uh, yeah, glaze and frame. So within 24 hours, now I know is... the man comes in the evening, so I was I waiting, you know, just like looking on the road. The moment I saw him approaching, I said, Uncle, I showed him from a distance. He said, Ha, ah, I'm not going to drink again. Let's go, I'm taking you to Fela. So I said, Feel like, ah. That means he's serious. So I told my mom, he wants to take me Fela. My mom said, be careful. You know, Fela was already oh, notorious. Right, right, yeah. right. Because of that, he's community. And the <laughs> ganja business. So the man held a taxi. And lo and behold, I found myself in Calakuta. Just like a dream. Wow. Yeah, long story short, Fela saw the portrait. He said two words. It was the first time in my life. He said, wow, god damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Papa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, so he ushered me. He said, come inside. <coughs> so he wow. said, what do you what do you what do you do? He said, give him some. I said, Fanta. They'll give me Fanta. Wow. Then he said they should bring out his checkbook. And I'm looking. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote out a check for 120 naira. Ah. And those portraits I, I used to do, I used to charge 13 naira. That's a lot of money then, of course, though. Yeah. Because the naira was superior to the dollar. Yeah, back then? Yeah, yeah, the dollar was 75 cents. Yeah. So, he now uh, gave me the check. He asked for my name, he wrote, and gave me the check. I checked, 120 naira. Ah! I was even scared of the money, like, whoa! So, my sister said no. So, I just gave him my check. I said, Fella, no, no, I don't want money. I give from the bottom of my hand. He was surprised. So, he asked for a, a sheet of paper a notebook really, that old exercise book. He tore out a sheet and wrote out, please admit Biara any show free of charge. So I just collected it. That was my visa, uh, my passport visa to Kalakuta and to my destiny. Yes, that, and that was the beginning. Yeah, wow. that was the beginning, yeah. I think we talked about this before we started filming, yeah. how we're waiting for that connection yeah. to transcend to mm -hmm. the current state of yeah. music. Yeah. You know, so they can face the reality. Yeah. Absolutely, and there's yeah. a lot of reality to face. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, we're behind this beautiful piece of work. Yeah. Uh, and I saw you a couple of months ago. I didn't even know this was dropping. But yeah. when I saw this, I, the smile on my face, yeah. I was like, man, mm. so timely with the election and everything, yeah. calls yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, do you mind just touching about how this came about? Mm. How, how, how are you feeling right now? What's yeah. the energy? Yeah, I feel very excited because it's, it's, it's new times again. Yes. It's revolution about time. Yes. Yeah, so um, through the years, you know, I survived doing work and work and work. I got bills to pay and then I have my uh, mission to achieve. Yes. So, but anytime I am able to find an artist, a creative um, that vibes yes. from my own perspective, you know, it always gives me a feeling of deja vu. I just love that. I had the experiences doing that with um, when the reggae music was really trending yes, here right. uh, with people like Majef Fashek, yes, Raf Kimono, uh, well. Mandators, Oris Wiliki, all those are, you know, conscious lyrics. I enjoyed yeah, those yeah, moments. Yeah. And uh, the years frittered by, not much was happening. 
Eventually, Afro beats came up uh, in, in the music industry. Hip hop um, started initially. So I worked with um, Kenny's Music for 11 years from inception of that um, label. Uh, the, um, uh, Kenny's Music is actually responsible for the growth of the hip hop brand in Nigeria. So all these young lads need to salute, you know, Kenny Ogunbe and his team. And you know, I enjoyed that association also. Uh, even though um, it was hip hop, yeah, I, I didn't mind. At Still least they had content. Yes, yes. yeah, they had content. Idris Abdul Karim had Nigeria Jaga Jaga. You know, I was so elated that time when that song came out. You know, because every society grows better with alternative viewpoints. There's too much religiosity in this society. It's to the detriment of the progress of the society. Religion is a dangerous weapon. Just like politics, the way the role politics is playing is degrading the society through the years. Religion also is playing that role. It's degrading the mentality of the people because the average African, the average Nigerian, is just waiting for kingdom come. They're waiting for, waiting for God. Exactly. Electricity is not working. They say God will do it. You know, sometimes I wonder, you have this Samsung phone. Was it created by God? Exactly. You fly in the jet, you are going exactly. to Dubai. Going, is it exactly. God that made the airplane? Exactly. Human beings like us are creating. What are we doing? Nothing. We're just grabbing. Grabbing, we just consume consumerism. Look at our women, all this fake hair, wig, and all that. All our money in Africa just goes out. Uh, Brazilian hair. This, we want to look like somebody else. We are the only race. Our women want to look like Indians, they want to look like Chinese, they want to look like uh, Europeans or Americans or Germans or Brazilians, not like Africans. You understand? That is very detrimental to the growth of society. And you see, young people, they want to be Americans now. The hip hop culture, young people calling themselves niggas, they don't even know history. If you know the history of that word nigger, how, how, how bad, powerfully negative it is to the psyche of the African, of the so called black. I'm not black, I'm an African. Because black is not supposed to be a race. Because we are not conscious, they give us labels. All those labels, the purpose is to downgrade our minds and that's why our people feel so inferior we have so much low esteem all over the place so it's so painful people like me in this society you know i'm in this society but not of this society sometimes it's very lonesome place to be because you look left right and center east north south west you see emptiness so you can imagine how i'm surviving and I'm committed to this mission. The universe sent me on a mission here. So I'm not going to relocate. I'm not going to run away. No. You understand? I'll be here. We'll lay the foundation. Everyone that's gone, they'll come back and meet us. I mean, where, where can people, I mean, I know you do your exhibitions here and there. Like, how does the world get to connect with Slendy? You know, I know, yeah. you, I know you were in Australia yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. the interesting thing about this generation. I, I look at this generation and I say, this is a very lucky generation yes. because of social media, yes. uh, electronics, you know. You can see it now. Yeah, I, my, my work has sustained itself. I've been recreating myself, you know, being relevant. Also because I'm computer literate. So I do some, I use digital effects sometimes now, you know, so because art, music is like fashion, so you have to know the trends, yeah. So that's the interesting thing about now. October last year, my agent just called me and said, uh, uh -huh. before that, 
because I believe in the universe a lot. I believe my life is spiritual. Yeah, I'm a publisher of um, um, music magazine in Lagos here called me. I said, oh, sir, you need to check out this guy, Childish Gambino. So I've never heard of Chinese Gambino before. He said, this is America. This is America I should. Yeah. So he gave me the link on okay, YouTube. Okay. I just I just freaked out. I said, whoa. And, I, and I'm saying, this is the kind of thing yeah. I'm expecting Nigerian youths to. Uh, yes. That is not just all this jollof. You know, it's not a fight. We need a, an alternative viewpoint. Some people should be doing something else. So I was so excited. Then a few, maybe, I don't know, maybe a few months later, the Nigerian version came out. Fouls. This is Nigeria. I, I say yeah. I said I said good, good. I I, I call it speak yeah, it. Like, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. And Faust is one of the few that I really respect right now. Uh, maybe they are about, about five or something on this scene right now. Yeah. Uh, in the in la, in recent memory, yes. uh, Faust is one of them because his lyrics are very poignant. Yes. Uh, any any issue he wants to deal with, he has real deep lyrics, very intelligent lyrics. Yeah. So I was so happy. Like, whoa, that's great. So, October, my agent just called me, said, Faust wants to see me. I said, really? I said, okay, bring him over. So, Faust came to my studio and we talked. I was so excited because I'd been expecting it. Yeah. Uh, it's been like 10 years yeah. or 15 years that I've been feeling like, oh, where is, where is the, uh, the, yeah. new, the new mandators, the yeah. Raskimonos, all this really key there? Yeah, conscious music, conscious yeah. lyrics, so to speak. So we spoke, I was so excited. I was just talking, I was showing him things, talking, yeah. and he was so cool, very observant. He was just listening. You know, when you're talking to someone, you can see in their face if they are interested or not. I saw he was very interested. Do you know I spent like one hour talking, then I got tired, then I said, hey, what did you come for? <laughs> so he said he actually brought his new project uh -huh. uh, that he wants us to work together. He brought, and I said, ah, I can't listen now. I'm too tired. Okay, I said, let's. I said, you have a studio. He said, I said, I want to come to your studio. So a few days later, I now went and he played some eight songs. He had seven ready then. Okay. When I just, I said, that was this album. Yes. I said nothing more. Okay. I, I'm sold. So, yeah. So lo and behold. Um, I did the cover art. When he saw it, he was so happy. He was so happy. Two days after, he just called me. He said, "Sir," he said, "I love that artwork so much." He said, "I have a new idea." He said, "I've been nothing this idea before." He said, um, "There are eight songs." He said, "So I want a cover art for each song." I said, "What? I've never done that in my life." You know? That's crazy. Yeah. So it was. It was great. I I was double happy. It's opportunity. Yes, um, yes, and exactly. And people are even already comparing with Fela because, yeah. and it shows that there's a vacuum Absolutely. to be filled in society. You know, there are people who want conscious music, want conscious living, want straight updated, in your face. Yeah, sound, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. My name is Gary Okulemi. My friends call me Lemi Gary Oku. I'm a visual artist, graphic designer, and illustrator born, bred and buttered in Lagos, Nigeria, the land of mass hysteria. This is Globetrotter.